It's time for the IHSA Safety Podcast. Hey, Scott, welcome back for uh, our last episode together, preparing a corrective action plan. Is this the last one? This has gone great. Yeah, this is the last one that we're doing, and it is near the end of the uh, whole series. So um, people are probably a lot more well-informed now that we have done this and we're at this episode. <laughs> so we're getting, yeah, we're getting towards the end of the process here. So today I wanted to talk about, yeah, corrective action plan. Um, now you and I, we had already talked a little bit about corrective action plans back in um, element 12, stats and records, um, because there are two different places in this audit um, where we're asking for corrective action plans. Um, so one would be in element 12, where we're talking about stats and records, and another place is in element 19, when we're talking about the management review. Um, but today, I wanted the focus to be on um, not so much the elements, sorry, not so much the corrective action plans that we were talking about in the, the audit itself, but I want to talk about the corrective action plan that, you know, oftentimes firms are asked for um after that they after they've done their internal audit and uh, before proceeding to their external audit um so it's a it's a it, i wouldn't say a unique situation it is very common that this happens and it's kind of a part of our process um, a lot of times in order to get firms moving from their internal audit submission uh, on to the external audit so that is what i want to focus on today sounds good okay so i do have some questions prepared for you and we'll just kind of go through them and, you know, uh, and see where the conversation takes us. <laughs> um, so what is a corrective action plan and why is it so important? Yeah, well, for the, the corrective action plans in, in just in general, it's just we we know in, in life or in projects or through the core program, we have some things that came up uh, a little bit shorter. We had some deficiencies. So. What we're looking for out of the, the clients is uh, deficiencies in the health and safety management system um, that may have been noted throughout the, the internal audit submission. So we're just asking them to complete or to, to clarify the items that were brought up. Um, now, I just want to point out for, for a lot of people, they, they think, oh, it's an individual. It's, it's here's an action plan that the internal auditor's shortcomings uh, came up. And it's, that's not what we're looking at is the health and safety management system as a group, as the management system submitted an audit, there were some items that came up as deficient. It's not um, you know, necessarily pointing those out. And as people are going through it, go, oh, I did something wrong. It's, no, we, we've identified something in the system that's not meeting the requirements yeah. of, of core. So we're pointing it out and what, what actions are you taking to fix it? So yeah, corrective action plans sounds like we've done something wrong. And sometimes mm -hmm. as you've gone through the podcasts, uh, Many questions were could have been misinterpreted or not enough information was provided. Oh, mm -hmm. we have that. If we knew you wanted that, great. Identify it in a corrective action plan. Yeah. And and when you're looking at this, it's similar to when you're on projects and the you're you're finalizing some projects and before it can be uh, passed back over to somebody. There's a deficiency list and what's on that deficiency list and uh, you know do we agree with the deficiency list or not? And what actions are we taking to close it and then close those items off? And then we can start our external audit. Yeah. So that's, yeah, like you're saying, a deficiency list. And yeah, we would, in this context, want to be doing um, a corrective action plan or deficiency list um, before we're moving um, from your internal audit review to the external, um, because we want to make sure that those those items have been addressed and, and, and closed off before moving to the the big audit, which is the the external audit. 
Um, yeah. And like always, the, the focus on course, continuous improvement, right? So as we move through this process, you, you've brought yourself for your organization to a certain level. Okay, we, we see some things that are missing or that would help you on the external audit. Mm -hmm. uh, so cl clean these items up or, or make sure there's some focus on it because it may come up during the external audit. So it's always about continual improvement. Right. Okay. Um, so we were talking before about, um, you know, when a corrective action plan is required. Um, so we already talked about the uh, corrective action plans that are required during the audit process. So I don't want to really touch on that. Um, but for just for the context of this episode, I want to talk about um, the corrective action plan specifically that we're asking for, uh, you know, after their internal audit. Okay, so if you're not uh, core certified, so I'm, I'm gonna, this is your first um, internal audit, mm -hmm. and you're, you're submitting it for review, um, a, that corrective action plan may be required to move the external audit. So within some of the the core rules that are in there, and we've got instructions for completing core, the core handbook, um, the employer guidelines. There's various items in there that may be missing and that we we need uh, to take some attention to. So let's say overall you didn't achieve the 80% uh, pass for the internal audit submission, mm -hmm. but there there is a strong system in place. And then this routinely happens where we can go and say, oh, we, we um, you, you told me to look at page 52 of the of your manual, but you've done some changes since you wrote that note, and it's actually page 82. Oops, um, we're, we're requiring you like because we you told us to look at page 52, it didn't meet the requirement. Yeah. What require? How, how have you closed off that gap? And we want to make sure that you've identified the proper uh, information that's there, so that uh, there is a method to the madness as mm -hmm. we go through this. And I routinely says as you're. As you're looking at your information and correcting it, you're gonna—it's gonna be fresh in your mind. So when you do go to the external audit, here's your corrective action plan. And it'll detail what exactly is answering each one of the questions. Right. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Um. So why, as a part of this process, uh, why does the IHSA require firms to complete the corrective action plan, um, in order to proceed to the external audit? Um, why couldn't they just? you know, go ahead and book their external audit and, um, you know, say that they're going to do it on their own kind of thing. Well, we want to set the, the clients all up for success. So if, um, you know, some of the, the clients, when they, they go, we're going to go out for a two-week audit, there's going to be quite a bit of um, uh, expenditure attached to that. We want to make sure when you go that you've properly identified the, the, the or taken the action required to be successful at that so that it's um, it, it's just a, a second look at your information. So we're, we're not necessarily looking at your information in detail. We just want to see that you've taken action so that when you do move to the external audit, IHSA has uh, has faith that you, you said you're going to take the action. And when the external auditor comes, they're going to check it. Mm -hmm. Now, this action is required to be taken like according to all the different core rules we have within the core handbook and the instructions for completing core. Mm -hmm. But um, just keep in mind, any of the items, there, there is a pass um, number for any core audit. Now it is the combination of 65 per element, 80% mm -hmm. overall, mm -hmm. and 100% on applicable legislative items. Yeah. So uh, just say applicable legislative items, a uh, client may have said, here's our confined space entry program. 
and it doesn't meet the requirements uh, of core or of the legislation. And then we find out afterwards that, oh, you know, it's uh, Scott's drywall. Scott's drywall does not do any confined space work. <laughs> that would be a better answer to it. But I had to answer honestly back to the management system. Now, in your corrective action plan, you'd identify that it's not required as part of the scope of your work. And do we remove that from our manual or do we keep it and make the required changes from that item? Mm -hmm. So that, that's the applicable legislation questions. And uh, like some questions aren't applicable to the clients themselves. Right. And they may have answered incorrectly for it. Mm -hmm. And we're asking for information. Go, oh, no, actually, we don't have a joint health and safety committee. We don't right. meet the requirements. Oops. So it, it's, um, it is a good conversation. And again, we want to set you up for success at your external audit. Right. Yeah. I mean, I always tell the internal auditors that I work with that, um, you know, going through my review of the internal audit, um, you know, I've seen enough of their program and enough evidence was submitted that, you know, we feel confidently that, um, you know, if, if some things were cleaned up and, you know, some corrective actions were taken, that they could uh, move on to the external audit and, um, and be successful. But in order to do so, hundred percent like we need to address these these key things here and like you said make sure that all the elements are brought up to at least 65 percent that you're scoring over 100 or sorry you're scoring over 80 percent overall and definitely 100 percent on those uh legislative questions yeah so for example stacy we talked before about element 12 and um element 12 is one that's um it talks about a, a procedure right at the beginning and maybe the element 12 fell under the 65 percent mm -hmm. but sometimes you've got really good stats that are provided but your procedure um, made you uh, not successful on that element so sometimes just addressing the procedure in there will help uh, help us evaluate the next ones or the external auditor so you may have to take just action on one or two of the items to get yourself above the 65. Right. Um, but some but some important questions is as you're doing the corrective action plan is uh, why didn't we pass that element? So now that's how you're kind of answering back on, okay, we're going to adjust the procedure to accurately reflect what we're doing. Um, sometimes there's just some simple submission errors where uh, um, we've noted over the years, uh, it probably at least once an audit where somebody forgot to fill in a, uh, a um, an audit note or they misscored something so sometimes those are just administrative errors mm -hmm. but we have to comment back I, um, if there something wasn't in a folder that we just oops we forgot to add it to the folder so sometimes just in the corrective action plans is easy enough that that evidence that wasn't submitted that scored you a zero would be available and we'll let the external auditors uh, deal with it so adding those details to a corrective action plan again it's not an individual thing saying oops we we did something wrong it's going okay we're clarifying so that our marks can be at 65 uh, per element, 80% overall, and of course, 100% on the applicable legislative corrective action plans. Um, who's responsible to take care of these? Mm -hmm. um, so then it's, we're looking at the management system and what's your expected data completion? So um, in the past, we would take them as, uh, I would finish my meeting on a Friday and say, we scored uh, you know 30% on the internal audit. But by Friday afternoon at five o'clock, I fixed everything. Well, it, we, we know that that's not necessarily correct. So we're looking for some, some dates that would be reasonably expected to mm -hmm. commission on the item. So sometimes we have to do a new management review or we need to have uh, joint health and safety committee meeting minutes that might take a moment in time to finish. So just yeah. be honest with the dates that you'd be finished by. Yeah. Um, so well, hopefully, 
we'll see all that information and again what action are you taking to close those gaps mm -hmm. well now when you're talking about the dates and stuff like that it uh brings me to one of my next questions which was uh could you describe for me uh, what exactly is the format that um, we'd like to see to, to complete the corrective action plans properly? Well, I, I wish I could say there's a perfect one or, or what Scott would like to see, but honestly, it was going back is because we're doing a management system audit is how does your management want to answer these off? Uh, so uh, per personally, if it had the audit question uh, or the number that we could reference so that it'd be easy enough to go, okay, question 1.5, um, what was that question? You know, we didn't do um, an annual review of our health and safety policy. Well, what action are you taking? Who is it assigned to? And, and the target date and when it's completed. So a target date is, is great for some of the legislative questions, but they have to be within a reasonable time too because we can't start your external audit before those legislative ones are done. Now that action plan, personally, it, sh it should be a live document. Um, I, I look at this as it should go through an audit cycle personally, but mm -hmm. um, so as we're making changes, sometimes we change who's responsible for it. So now here's uh, April 1st date, this is what's going on. And May 1st, maybe Stacy's in charge of it now. So we have to make those changes. But again, what is the original deficiency? Mm -hmm. How are we closing that one off? Yeah. Um, now, now something in the, 45,001 uh, ISO series, <laughs> sorry, that's the management system audit for health and safety systems. Uh, they do talk about reviewing the effectiveness of your corrective action. So it might be something as you're going through the core program um, to take a look at going, was this successful closing this off from our internal audit to our external audit to future maintenance audits? Mm -hmm. um, just something to think about in there to keep, keep these corrective action plans as part of your overall view of your program did they actually go away or have they come back up again? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, is there any advice that you could provide our clients that would um, help them to make sure that they are submitting a successful corrective action plan? Just do a quick math because that's what we're doing in the background as well as we're taking a look to go, did this element meet 65%? Mm -hmm. If it did, great, we can move on. If you haven't identified items to get you up to 65 or take an action, to get there, we're going to respond back and say, no, we need to address uh, these items in the corrective action plan. And again, uh, some, some quick advice is, again, if you take this all on yourself, it's not an individual action plan, it's a management system action plan. So sit down with senior management and make sure they're aware of what actions need to be taken so that they know where your time is going. Maybe training requirements and you have to do other things. So it may take time out of your schedule they're the ones who are going to give you the permission to move forward and, and correct the corrective action plan that way. Um, and again, if it's all one person doing it, it's it's not the uh, audit of Scott, right? It's the audit of Scott's management system. Mm -hmm. Is that working? So if you take on everything personally, um, then the audit is all about you and, and then the slings and arrows will come your way. But if, if it's everybody, uh, people have heard me before say, well, you know, let's hold hands and sing Kumbaya because we're all going to move forward. We're all going to do it together around the campfire. Right. Um, if it's just me, it's kind of lonely around the campfire singing Kumbaya. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, mm -hmm. oh, 
go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, and, you know, as, as people are working through their corrective action plan, um, you know, and they're maybe, you know, they're reviewing the results from their audit. Um, they're trying to work through the corrective action plan. And maybe there's an element that they're struggling with, like, um, you know, legislation or uh, stats and records, you know, they can always get in contact with us or, or specifically, you know, in that in this situation, if they're working through the corrective action plan, after their their internal audit, they should be contacting, you know, the auditor who is, is you know, reviewing their audit, um, but contacting your auditor and just saying, hey, you know what, Scott, I'm having a little bit of difficulty with element 12 here, uh, trying to figure out what it is exactly that I need to be putting on my corrective action plan in order to be successful. Um, so definitely reaching out and, and we can have a, a further conversation uh, to make sure that you are addressing the right things on your corrective action plan. Oh, for sure. In the background, we're we're there to help you out. And because we've reviewed your internal audit, we've, we've got notes in the background of yeah. where things might have gone uh, a little sideways. Mm-hmm. So as you're going through it, by all means, um, I, I know for the clients I talk to, I, I don't run away from any of the audits. If you want to have a conversation and go through it, um, of course, I'm not going to go through question 1.1 through 19.7, but yeah. if there's a few items that we can help you with yeah. or generalized direction, for sure, because for we, sure. we've had access and we, we've looked at your your stuff in detail and some of them may be very easy so that it's an easy conversation and other ones maybe how do we do a hazard assessment yeah great okay that's going to take a moment in time to, <laughs> to walk a couple through. a couple moments yeah. <laughs> um okay so what happens um after a company submits their corrective action plan into us uh, can they go ahead and book their external audit not right away um so the information is on our website on how to go through uh, an external audit and how to go through that process. But uh, before you're approved to go to external audit, we have to uh, review your corrective action plan and say that it's acceptable to ensure that you're going to meet those minimum requirements. So we are required to review the corrective action plan and make sure that it meets those minimum requirements of 65 per element, 80% overall, and 100% on those applicable legislative questions. Mm -hmm. And usually within 24 hours of getting them, we can submit them back and, and give you feedback um, this is the direction you need to take. Uh, here's the the email that'll say where to go, and if you want us to walk you through the where it is on the website, or um, we need you to just fix up a few of those items before you're approved to go to the external audit. And then this information's passed through our system. So uh, there has been times in the past where people have received their internal audit. Their external auditor is already contacted, and we're doing our audit on Monday. And it's like, well, it hasn't been approved to go forward on mm-hmm. Monday, so we'll have to put the brakes on that. And so you keep in touch with us all the way through as you're going through that process. Mm-hmm. It's pretty transparent what we're we're trying to do, but we want to set you up for success on that external audit to make sure you've taken uh, at least some action on the items that have been brought up, so that it doesn't come up again at a fee when you're out there doing that external audit. For sure. Okay. And then um, before we wrap up. Um, are there any common errors or issues that you see when uh, companies submit their corrective action plan? Well, um, some of the actions are, are a little bit vague on what, what they want to uh, do or what, what is the action. It was like, uh, it'll just say question 1.5, done. Well, what was done? <laughs> um, so that we can at least save the, the management system. And, and we realize like time is of the essence, but also we've got to make sure that when you get there, well, is the external auditor, they're just checking the box because it says it was done, or are they actually going to look at documents and follow the handbook for what it said? Right. Some of the other things are just, hey, we forgot to put in the dates that are completed, um, or no action taken on legislative items. Mm-hmm. So they just 
we reviewed it and it's like we're at 80 percent um but we're under 65 so we took advantage of that one and we just fixed that item uh, but don't forget about the legislative items and mm-hmm. more importantly again it's uh, we're looking for management signature on a lot of information so that management's part of it yeah uh, part of the email process they're they're a part of the process the the internal auditor uh, is an important part of the process, but it, this is a management system audit, so it is important that management's aware of everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and when there's a corrective action plan to be taken, it's just like a deficiency list. All right, you're aware of this deficiencies. Yep, this yeah. is what we need to do, and and it's their decision on what you're doing going forward. Yeah, for sure. Okay, that's great. Well, uh, thank you for uh, going over this topic with us. Um, hopefully, if um, you know we have some internal auditors who are currently you know, preparing their corrective, ac- corrective action plans. And it means that they are in this uh, stage where they're almost heading to the uh, external audit. So that's great. Um, and um, yeah, it's good, definitely a lot of uh, good advice in here. But um, if anybody needs anything additional, always reach out to core at ihsa.ca or reach out to the internal auditor that you are currently working with. Um, Scott, did you have any uh, final thoughts on the corrective action plan or anything that you kind of forgot to mention throughout here? Well, how much time do we have, Stacey? It's, uh, there's lots of uh, information <laughs> on, this, uh, on this subject. But um, again, the corrective action plan is really, really important uh, going through because, again, uh, as we mentioned in other elements, that hey, we weren't perfect going through this um, ever. There's... Um, we're always talking about continuous improvement. And as we walk through this, I, I personally believe that uh, we should have a live corrective action plan working over, say, the audit cycle. So as you submitted your internal audit to going through the external audit, maintenance audits to our next external audit, if we keep that document live all the way through mm-hmm. and and then we can evaluate how effective were we with all of the corrective actions from the IHSA internal auditor, the associate auditors, uh, various other people looking at these documents, will be successful in closing those off. And I'll, I'll just, um, I'll give you an example of one that, say an item uh, may have become closed, as you know, maybe we've noted that uh, nobody knew the company goals. Um, so your action internally moving forward to the external audit was to have a safety talk on it, and we've closed that off. So that item's closed, done April 15th, uh, 2021 and next year you're doing your your internal audit your maintenance audit and uh, geez nobody knows the goals what's up mm-hmm. and I look back and I go oh we had a safety talk about it last year but mm-hmm. hmm, that was last year's goals why doesn't anybody know this year's goals so we're going to have a safety talk again now the safety talk might indicate that hey the performance of the communication really isn't that that well so how do we want to formally close these off and the standalone safety talk didn't have that lasting effect so how do we close this thing off formally and and once and for all and maybe management says hey we're going to add this to our orientation package and we're going to put it on our website what our goals are and or maybe we've got signage on our uh part of our posted material Mm -hmm. in element 13 is we're going to add what the goals are for the company right beside the company rules so that by osmosis everybody's going to know this so we don't have to worry about having negative responses right so so these corrective actions it may have closed it off in the moment but on a grand scheme and as part of the continuous improvement it didn't really close it off uh fully and again the core is all about communication uh, i'm sure we've talked about it through all the other elements mm-hmm. the more you communicate 
the more uh, the more people are going to know going through this process and are going to actually impact change on the process. So that would be my one final thought is maybe keep these action plans live for a while. Yeah. And you'll find that different auditors have different perspectives or, or a different uh, take on certain questions or will bring up something that's, uh, that's important to your system that might have been missing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean systems failed. Uh, it just needs it going, oh, we need to tweak it. Uh, thank you for bringing it up. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Well, uh, thanks again for coming in and talking to me about this uh, corrective action plan. And, um, you know, we don't have any more episodes together, but, um, you know, we'll we'll see about uh, core 2020, what happens with that <laughs> when we do that uh, whole, whole list of elements there. Thank you so much, Scott. I'll talk to you again later. Thank you again for all your time, Stacey. Okay. Bye-bye. The IHSA Safety Podcast. For more episodes, tips, and all things safety, go to ihsasafetypodcast.ca. Thanks for listening.